When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. So in this, see, this is the silly season of footy, which we absolutely love. So for the moment, the grand final uh, blows the final siren and we celebrate the winners in due course. Now we look to see how lists and teams will be different next year. We've been through free agency. We've been through trade. We've now got delisted uh, happening at the moment. And then all eyes start to turn to the draft in late November. And over the weekend, uh, combines in South Australia, WA, have all been run. There was uh, a semblance of that for some of the kids that were in lockdown. No better person to speak to about who performed, who put their names up in lights, and how we're placed uh, a month out from the draft uh, than Kevin Shiftashian, the, uh, the lead AFL talent ambassador he's been good enough to jump on the line shift hello to you my friend yes sam great to be with you and uh, well the end of a very challenging year not just for recruiters in our space but for the the young players aspiring to make the afl from right around australia so lots has, got, has gone on in terms of the uh, matches in some states and testing called combines of course in other states uh, but it hasn't been a level playing field for all. But we can at least introduce you to some of the names that uh, we expect are going to be on all of the boards of the clubs. Uh, and uh, many of the names we'll mention uh, will be called out at come draft time and, and begin to realise that dream of getting into the AFL. Shifter, you and I were set to speak, I think it was a week, a week and a half ago, and you said, mate, I'm going to have to hold off and you'll know why shortly. And that was the day that obviously the... Um, mm. the, the combine, the overall, or the one in Victoria w- w- was cancelled. Mm. Obviously a really tough decision to make, but it, but it had to be made. Um, have you found this year logistically harder even than last year? There's no doubt about that, uh, Sam. And look, we had a fantastic team at AFL sort of overseeing all this. Grant Williams in charge, Roger Berryman, Paul Seeley, those sorts of guys. They're uh, unheralded heroes in all of this as they try and uh, reprogram things, whether it be those national matches or testing sessions, uh, all of that, uh, well, on a weekly basis was being uh, adjusted uh, due to, well, I suppose, the, the environment we're in at the minute, particularly down this eastern seaboard with uh, mm. different outbreaks, whether it be in New South Wales or smaller ones in Queensland that affected some of the things we'd planned. And then, of course, this uh, this uh, latest lockdown, we thought it was going to be a week here in Victoria, and seven or eight weeks later, we're, we're about to come out of it. But with uh, footballers and people in footy are optimists. There's always next week. There's always the next challenge. And that's our mindset. We've had that for a long while. It's ingrained in us, I think, to uh, when you get knocked down, you get back up again. You know, that's the only way. It's like a massive defeat. You just don't let it stick with you. Uh, don't, don't let it define you. You get up and you go again. And we've had that approach as we've tried to negotiate our way through the the second year of uh, challenges um, uh, overall in presenting the talent to the AFL clubs 
Um, we know that, you know, 70 or 80 with rookies will get an opportunity, but we want to fairly give them all a reasonable opportunity to present their, their talents. In, in any normal year, Shifter, you've got great support structures around a lot of these kids who know that that's where they're hoping their path to take them. So whether it be the NAB League teams or what they do for them in the Sandville and the Waffle and all around the country uh, in all the various, whether it be academies or organisations, um, I'd imagine that this year, and you talked about this year being harder, I'd imagine that this year there's a lot of anxiety and nervous young men, as there would have been nervous young women for the AFLW draft, thinking, well, last year it was only one year of footy that we lost. This year it's another half a year as well. So, geez, have I shown enough? I'd imagine the nerves at the moment for these young young men and the anxiety and the fear is probably higher than it's ever been in your experience? Yeah, look, it, it has been, Sam. There's no doubt about that. Um, we, as we say, we'll, we'll try and talk the positive. The boys of Victoria yeah. played about the 10 games, at least, of the NAB League this year. Last year, didn't have any at all. No NAB League whatsoever. So half a year, at least, one representative game when the two Vicks got together. Uh, and uh, they've had testing in some format, at least. The country mm. boys uh, up in Bendigo three weeks ago had a proper uh, draft combine, if you like, with all of the normal tests, whereas the Metro boys, yeah, called off that time that we spoke on the phone briefly. Uh, at the last minute, we, we had cha- uh, just a changing environment here in Melbourne as this third surge of, of cases, COVID cases, meant that we couldn't do uh, the normal testing, and the boys had to revert to what's called a Strava, a test for a 2K or at least to give some sort of closure to uh, mm. the fitness work they'd been putting in for weeks upon weeks to present to present themselves to clubs. And uh, put simply, they had to download an app uh, onto their iPhone. Uh, if they had a smart uh, smart watch, it could all occur on the watch. But otherwise, you're carrying your phone around strapped onto your arm as you complete a 2K or at your local athletics track or football field or whatever you could find a 2K spot to do it and those results were all shared with the AFL club so we just had to improvise uh, as best we possibly could to, to present these boys at least the boys of Victoria had a full test back uh, back at the start of the year in March a full uh, state screening day basically where all of the normal tests that are done at uh, a combine were, were done at that time of the year as they have been done for the last decade or more so yeah, very unusual year, but we're uh, working very closely with all the draft prospects to ensure that they uh, they keep a, a very positive mind. Yep. It's the only way to travel, uh, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. We'll get there um, and we'll, we'll move on hopefully next year. And for many of them, that will be on an AFL list come uh, late November. Uh, you guys are doing an amazing job in really trying times. I'm sure they're so grateful for the support that you're giving them. So let's have a talk about the weekend shifter. And uh, we're speaking to AFL talent ambassador um, who runs it all, uh, Kevin Sheehan, who's been good enough to jump on with us on the Sporting Capital. Um, shifter, let's go through what we've experienced over the weekend. So the combine in WA, combine in SA that was able uh, to be run uh, and, and people were able to attend and get a good look at the talent coming out of those states who have been able to have a full year of footy um, which has really been, uh, obviously, to, to their advantage. Um, what did we make of the two days? Let's start in WA. Who put their name up in lights that we should be looking out for? Well, sometimes in uh, recruiting terms, we call it a pick-me moment uh, where someone does something and go, crikey, yeah, OK, uh, going to have to have a good hard look at him. Well, this boy is Taj Wawoden. He's the son of Shane Wawoden, the 2000 Brownlow medalist. This boy was the quickest over the 20 um, did sub uh, sub 290, so 2.89 seconds for the 20. 
And you go, geez, yeah, okay. He plays smart. I didn't realise it's that quick. Mm. That really was a, a fantastic result for he to get on top of the year he's had. He's an East Fremantle boy, played Colts. He'd, he's at uni. He's a uni student already as the boys over there exit their secondary schooling, generally about a year ahead of, the, of the, say, the Victorian boys. Um, but at East Frio, it had, had a great year, captain of that side, and um, got them right through to a prelim final. But it, we could see his footy IQ. He's, he's a one-touch player. He's used to the ball. Shane was a great left footer. Of course, this boy's well, he's kicks well on both sides of the body and sets the play up, whether it's uh, through the midfield or even down in defence. Um, I liken it a bit to a Mitch Duncan, if you know the way Mitch kicks it and yeah. sets the play up with his run and overlap. So he, he had a, a terrific combine, I think, now, his father-son, obviously, for Melbourne. I think he's a probably a late bid, somewhere like a late bid uh, uh, would be about where he might fit, where the other clubs will set that market, and, uh, and it wouldn't be difficult if it's a late bid for Melbourne to match that. So um, he had a terrific weekend. Uh, there's a kid called Corey Warner. Um, he's, he's a brother to Chad, yep. a rising star there with the Swans, won a nomination there in the early part of the year. Um, his 2K was impressive. He won that out of the boys' testing in WA with a time of 6 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, he's one I'd like it a bit to a to an Andrew Gaff. He's a, as a running machine and a left footer, um, up and down the wing, uh, just a prolific ball winner at underage level. He pushed up and played about four games at senior level, which the SA and WA boys can do, of course. They push up through the grades, through reserves often, and then into, into seniors to get a taste of... Uh, uh, playing at that level. So all of those things were impressive. Oh, he's a lockaway draftee, that boy. Um, and then another famous uh, link, or to brother of, uh, uh, of Paddy Cripps, of course, Josh Cripps. Um, in his 19th year, he'd had an ACL, as many of these boys have unbelievable obstacles along the way as they try and get there. Um, he had an ACL last year in his first year of his draft, draft eligibility, uh, then come back in the middle of the year and had a great run at East Fremantle, two for a month or more, and then ended up playing one representative game for WA against SA. Uh, they had a game just a week or so ago. So it's uh, uh, he's a boy of 199. Said him he's bigger than the older brother, 199. So if you're liking to a bit of like a Rowan Marshall, play on the ruck a bit, play forward, marks the ball well, um, and uh, as I say, still underdone, still a massive upside, I think, having missed uh, all of last year and then probably eight or nine games he would have played in the back half of this year. So there are a few that uh, that really caught the eye amongst, uh, amongst the boys that worked out in Western Australia. Uh, and then on the Saturday, it was in Adelaide. Well, there's a Sudanese boy that might be at the next Alira Lear, maybe. Uh, this is a kid called Lika Lear, um, born in Kenya of South Sudanese parents. It is a, a common tale, isn't it, of those that... Uh, yeah that uh, have got uh, South Sudanese backgrounds, that they've often gone to a refugee camp in another country yeah. before eventually getting out here to Australia. And this boy's progressed through the grades at Central Districts through their 16s and 18s, hasn't played state footy, but then the, uh, the from about, oh, probably a third of the way into the year has made the senior team there at Centrals and held his own playing as a key defender. Uh, then at the weekend, he's, he's beaten Nick Matanui's long-standing record in the running vertical jump. Nick, wow. well, he just about jumped over the grandstand there a few years back. Is that right? Ago, that's that's a, big, Shifter. That's very big. 107 centimetres. One se- uh, 107 centimetres for the running vertical jump. <laughs> Nick Matz was 102, so he's oh, beaten about five centimetres. He smashed it. He smashed it. So he's a 195 centimetre boy, you know, and it's, it's wonderful for the game to see... Uh, 
the boys coming through. We we regard Mad Jack Dorr as the well, I suppose he was the absolute trailblazer way back yep. um, when things were pretty tough for the uh, the Sudanese boys to, to to get into a game that they really didn't know and understand. Um, he got it started, and of course, uh, Alia Alia now is the All Australian key defender. Fantastic First time, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and let's hope that uh, that Leek uh, Alia can get his opportunity too in this year's draft. But that was uh, one of those pick me moments again. Uh, have a good look at me. I think he's got a terrific upside as well, still developing. Where would you expect him to go, Shifter? Would you expect him to be rookied or would you expect him to go in the main draft? I think he he might well get... uh, Lear in his day went in the main draft in the 40s. That might be a reasonable lead, I think, because he's probably not going to play immediately, this boy, but there's probably enough to go with. So I think somewhere around that point, a bit later on, there might well be uh, uh, some interest. I I think there'll be certainly some interest to quite late. But I think... Sam, this has got some great depth, this draft. I'm, I'm doing an exercise at the minute with the 126 boys that we have, or the clubs have identified and, and have tested. It's all just ended. You go over that data, as well as looking back at all the vision of the year. Um, I'm, I, I normally put out a top 40. I'm struggling to eliminate many kids uh, that I've got on a, a broad list at the minute that I think are lockaway certainties. Um, but you know, tell me a bit of a, an exercise for me to do it that way. But it gives me a feel that this has got some great depth to it. This draft, and there'll be some great kids there. If only sixty get picked the first the first couple of nights, and there's still a rookie draft to go, there's going to be some brilliantly well qualified boys still sitting there at that point. So I think that's good for the clubs and a, a bit of a challenge for the boys because uh, that means that some good ones will uh, be a bit unlucky and be overlooked the first time they're up. Shifter, I was reading, a, we, we know, um, obviously I'm keen to know who else other than Jason Horn Francis was maybe the talk of the, mm. the combine. We know that uh, Matt Turner had put an article up um, in, in South Australia saying that he's even starting to talk about himself now as a North Melbourne player. Jason Horn Francis saying it's hard not to when there's a lot of media stuff about it. They have spoken to me and said that. So that's what we're expecting to happen, that he goes to North Melbourne. Who else should uh, South Australians... Uh, be looking out for uh, that impressed at the combine? Uh, well, the obvious one for, for me that you've talked about a lot that uh, that looks looks a real player to the eye. Now, that's Jace Burgoyne. Um, yep. Woodville West Torrens, Port Adelaide, of course, he's linked to. Uh, with Peter, his dad, uh, well, made the team of the century for the Indigenous players. So he was a star, mm. Sean's brother. Um, well, Sean would have made that team of the century had the... Had it been chosen maybe 10 years later, uh, Sean Burgoyne, what a wonderful player he turned out to be. Uh, uh, but, but uh, of course, Peter, his boy, Jace, um, I just love his run. Just He, he can play halfback, play on the wing. He's pencil thin, just got to think he needs time. He's not even 70 kilos yet, but the way he gets through traffic, he's just nimble on the toes and he's used for the ball's elite. Um, he's, he's got nice height, uh, just over the six foot mark, but he's got all that movement. That I suppose we all picture Sean having played more recently than, than, than Peter, but he's got that ability to get through the traffic and looks so composed. Looks like silk, if, if you know what I mean. Uh, so he tested quite well. His 85 centimetre running vertical jump was not quite up with uh, Leek Aaliyah, but it just shows the power he's got. So uh, he tested quite well. We're not uh, gonna, there are a couple of. We're not yep. going to see a Steve War, Mark War sort of situation, are we? Given that uh, Trent Burgoyne was unfortunately delisted by Port Adelaide, it won't, we're not going to see uh, one Burgoyne in and uh, one obviously one Burgoyne out and one Burgoyne in. 
it's interesting this the, the boys have got the choice whether it's open draft or whether they yep. uh, they accept a father son office it's still to play out um uh, i don't know any more than that on that but look to me to me i've liked the way he's gone about his footy this year and uh, uh and the talent that he shows for the future uh jason horn uh, horn francis of course uh well, I couldn't see all of that preliminary final uh, the night before the AFL grab, but I've watched it since. Don't worry. I've watched that full game since. Uh, that, well, just call it an outstanding game by this young man, an 18-year-old in a uh, preliminary final of the Sandful. Yep. Uh, I can see why they're all talking about him. He did it all in that game. He kicked three, hit the post twice, and then another one missed by about about three centimetres, nearly hit the post as well. So he could have kicked half a D. Um in what was a sensational performance by uh, uh, young Jason Horn Francis. Uh, what is it about uh, him, Shifter? What, what's the if you can nail it in a in a sentence? What because I've often heard you say that don't worry about because we've had a couple of people ring and say oh I've seen him play some bad games and I've often heard you say no no at this stage we look to what their best is mm. we look to see what their best is his yeah. best is in a prelim what makes him so special. I love his attack on the ball. Now that might say that, that might be the simplest thing of all time to say, but it's Lee Matthews. It's it's a, a Mark Rusciuto like. Oh. They don't see the opposition around them at all when they beeline it straight for that footy. So his attack on the ball is aggressive. It's one touch, and it's normally uh, great decisions are then made. You know whether it's the short kick left or right, the longer kick out of there, the quick hands right or left as well. So, And that aggression at the ball is there in the air as well. Now, it's the one going over the shoulder when the pack's coming. and that, uh, Some will just go for the front and centre, you know. I'll, I'll take the crummy. He doesn't worry about taking the crumb. He's backing in at 100 mile an hour to that high ball. So all of those moments are just fantastic with him. You've got a fierce competitor, a goal kicker when he gets forward, uh, and one that uh, just has got that, the competitive edge that you love to see uh, that all the best players have got uh, the ability to win the contested footy uh, and to and to burst from centre you can do all of that um, you see it uh, well uh, Clayton Oliver and, and Christian Petrarca I suppose are the, the modern day examples or the 2020 2021 examples of that mm. with the way they play so he's got a real presence about him a physical presence ball winning ability uh, and remember, he's just 18 years of age. Uh, Shifter, before I let you go, um, we've seen, in even in recent times, up to 60% of the draft be Victorian kids. Now we're more more likely around the, the 50% in, in, in more recent years. WA, WA talent boss Adam Jones, uh, in a Jordan McArdle tweet I was reading, saying, uh, hopeful of having 10 to 15 WA draftees, as many as six in the first round. Are you expecting the ratio to dip, given that uh, WA and South Australia especially have been able to play full years? Are you expecting that to bring more of those boys into the equation? Or are you thinking it's still going to be status quo, even with the last two interrupted years from Victoria, a bit of New South mm. Wales as well? Well, it's certainly the question, Sam. It's definitely the question. It's one that uh, it'll only be answered on the night. I do know that we, we certainly have had um, uh, good numbers tested out of Victoria. It's short of the 50%, though. Uh, that's only natural. Um, but again, with the work I'm sort of doing myself in studying it all, I think Victoria will still hold, probably hold its own around the 50%. Um, I think it's going to be tough for the boys of the Eastern, you know, the New South Wales and Queensland boys. Mm. Um, they normally make up a group called the Allies. It'll get four chances to play against SAWA, Victoria, etc. But haven't had that chance. And one game now in two years. 
And so some of those boys might just slip in at the back end of the draft or even slip in through rookies uh, rather than winning their spots. So it might cost them. Mm. They're normally around oh, 13 or 14% of the draft. That'll be interesting for me to see whether they lose their their particular opportunities or not. There's some great kids up there that really, uh, I think, look AFL players to me, but they've been tucked away and hidden away because of the circumstances. Uh, we're not going to know that until draft night. And it's one in which um, the, the four AFL clubs in New South Wales and Queensland could probably take them late or just put them on as rookies uh, rather than have to match a bid that comes early yeah. because their, their, their talent hasn't been as exposed as as it would in normal years. So we'll just have to see how that plays out. But uh, I think there'd be a good uh, a good 40 to 50% of the, the draftees would uh, still come from the NAB League here in Victoria. Oh, Shifter, always love catching up with you. So generous with your time. We always learn a heap and uh, look forward to catching up with you a bit closer to the draft as well. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for listening in uh, uh, to the people out there. Follow the draft with great interest and uh, some dreams will come through late November. Thanks for having us, Sam. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.